That's what he's really saying is, I don't want any attention. That's why I kind of left the scene. So if you try, then now you put all this attention on him to try and What's work wrong, it buddy? out. They're like, God, just leave me alone. Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Anne Tuttle-Brown. We get this question a lot about how to help a toddler learn to communicate. This would be between the ages of 18 months to three years. Children are learning how to communicate. And we'll see tendencies amongst each type. And you talk about this in the Child Whisper. Will you review the tendencies for communication for the each type of toddler? It's very common for parents to read the Child Whisper one time. And then and change their life, right? Yeah, then it's like, yeah, I understand. It changed their perception of their child. And yet I wonder in the scenarios that I see posted in the Child Whisper Facebook group, one of my first thoughts is, did they go to the book and read about that particular experience and get help from the book, which I would recommend in any situation, if we mm-hmm. have information, especially in the book, if it's been go to the book. depending on the age of your child, if you know if they're younger and it's been six months, a lot can happen in six months. Go back to the book. Right. There may be something that didn't and jump then, out to you then that will be timely. In recognition of the many, 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 many parents that do read the book multiple times and then use it as a reference book, I do Got want to acknowledge that. It's very common that that's happening yeah, too. Definitely. You kind of have both both camps. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, well, of course, I'm going to turn to the book. Rather than, I'm going to go post this in the Facebook group yeah. and see what other and parents have like, to say. Go to the book and then come with your ideas and you can learn more from other people mm-hmm. or their ideas. So in the book, uh, we've got type one. They are enthusiastic. It says communication enthusiastic. These kids are chatty. Even from a young age, type one children are verbal and motivated by social interaction. And so we've seen with type one toddlers that they can be early talkers. Or, you know, just blah, 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 even like baby talk. They'll just be they making a, noise. They have a lot of animation in their, the way they phrase things. My little type one grandson, he's just a real delight to listen to because he says the most clever things. And their voices, their pitch <laughs> yeah. tends to be a little higher. So Rise it's just so sweet. Yeah. Does he make up of, words? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's very type one. I'm. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting to see it in a type one little boy who can be so clever in his speech and his reference to Mm -hmm. describing things and what delights him. We have the story, I may have told this before, but my joke for last Christmas was to give them all underwear because a bunch of boys getting underwear, you know, they're thinking, (laughs) really, Grandma? Thanks, Grandma. (laughs) It was the best gift he got was his Mario, Super Mario (laughs) underwear and the the enthusiasm that came out of his expression and his language. I will say this as a side note. Giving gifts to type ones is so great. My mother-in-law is a type one. You could give her anything, and she's like, yeah, "That's where the enthusiasm the comes like, over." Just so excited. I'm like, I love giving you gifts. So that enthusiasm can play out when they're frustrated or stressed. Yes, that same type one yes. grandson has a very high pitched squeal when he's frustrated. Ooh, yeah, that that little squeal can mm-hmm. hit you know octaves that are really mm-hmm. high, and his stress. He's not able to find the words. To say this is what I need. So and they have a very quick he'll do mind. It with a high squeal pitch yes. is what you'll hear in a and type one toddler. Due to their quickness and their higher movement, they may be frustrated if it's like I told you what I want and it's not happening. Like just that 
quick pace may lend to frustration if they're not feeling like they're making sense. Mm-hmm. And that can be hard when you're learning words when you're little. So mm-hmm. let's go to type two. Um, they have a lower level of movement. And it says soft-spoken and emotionally aware. They prefer comfortable conversations, may withdraw, worry, or cry if they feel things get too heated. Talking through details is enjoyable for them. Because their thought process involves so many details, these children take time telling a story, and they often respond slower when asked a question. And they'll I'll have, just, they'll have a, to pause and think about mm-hmm. it, too, before they put it into language, where a type 1 can think and speak at the same time. A type 2 needs to stop, think it through, kind of connect with their feelings, then form their words. And so if they feel there's no time for that internal process, there's they'll shut down quick, yeah, a lot of or times. Or quick to tears. Yeah, like and that's a way of shutting down yes, is the yeah, tears. It's just kind of falling into this place of mm-hmm. sort of feeling wordless. You know, I can't. Bring. And the frustration, and we've talked about this in the podcast about whining, would be a, mo- a moaning or a whining Right. And in each of these that we're mentioning, the default in the stressful mode, if you respond without coaching them to make another choice when they're still learning language skills, they'll start to, that's reinforced that that's an option that gets my needs met. Mm -hmm. High-pitched squealing, whining in tears. See, so this is where... Yeah, so we're going to give you some tips to give them the words. Because don't think those... You know, that's going to present, and that's an opportunity to say, oh, I get to coach my child on how to, how to communicate. Mm-hmm. And type twos, because of their more thoughtful nature, they can be slower to speak when they're learning as toddlers. Mm-hmm. Type three, communication, loud and forceful. A type three child's dynamic nature shows up in their communication patterns. These children express themselves loudly. It's a more forceful, direct expression that gets right to the point. As babies, they may surprise their parents with how powerful their screams are that sounds louder than the cries of other children these children also they can be early speakers it kind of can go either way Mm -hmm. my daughter a type three she was a very early speaker by 18 months she was saying a lot more words than my type two son was at that same age and it could go the other way where they could be like i don't need to learn the words because i'm getting my point across and this is just fine with a lot of like grunts and and, or if they have an older sibling that's kind of doing the talking for them then that could be getting the job done And in a stressful scenario, along with getting louder, it could look physical, hitting, Mm, punching, throwing things, because they're trying to convey a message. And it's not happening. And it's not about, they just felt like throwing something right now. And nor is that always motivated by a stressful, maybe they're just wanting to interact. They don't know any other option. So because they have such a physical connection with the world. Hitting, biting, screaming. We do have a podcast on all that too, so you can take you can listen to that one of how to work with those specific hitting, biting, throwing scenarios. Time to take a short break, but don't worry, we'll be right back after this. Knowing your type and your child's type changes everything, doesn't it? It helps you to understand one another better. It can help your outside too. When you wear clothes that express your type, you feel better, you look better, and people understand you more easily, including your kids. Carol Tuttle created the Dressing Your Truth program to help you dress true to your type and create a personal style that expresses who you really are. The best part? You can learn all the basics for free. Start loving how you look and feel at dressingyourtruth.com. 
Okay, then we're moving to type four, and their communication is logical and concise. Again, I'm reading this from the Child Whisper. Type four children value respect, loyalty, straightforwardness in their communications with others. They have a gift for sharing their thoughts clearly and in few words. They hold back until they have something in mind that they are eager to share. And their minds work in a logical, accurate way, so they express themselves literally. As a type four toddler learning to speak, they can express that kind of holding back until they feel like they've have it perfected in a way and then speak. I remember I had a cousin who he didn't say much until he was three and then it was like a switch turned and then he could just say he had like seven older brothers and sisters and so he was just hearing speaking all the time and it was like he was just working out his mind and then one day he just decided okay I'm ready and then it just came out almost perfect. The other tendency you'll see with type fours is that they'll repeat a lot. They learn by repetition, mm-hmm. by repeating and this they'll is true for any toddler. Yeah. What would type fours do when they get frustrated if they're not feeling heard at this age? They can shut down and freeze up, or they can just try to control Mm. a lot of things, you know, just get very domineering. Mm -hmm. Or black and white, just be so frustrated. If anyone's listening, they're going to just try Mm -hmm. and control the situation. Well, I know a little type four grandson, he'll just kind of throw himself on the ground like, God, it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, black and white. <laughs> it's very yeah. Like all of a sudden he's flat out on the ground, and you're like, I guess he just quit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're aware. You're upset. Bam. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about. Or tips. you know what he does? He'll go and remove himself and go in a little corner, kind of gather himself or need a minute, a break. He just needs to he get just away does from that everybody. Naturally. He feels uncomfortable. And he's two years old. That's yeah. He feels yeah. uncomfortable where he'll just go get away and. Mm doesn't get upset he's not making any noise but he's just removed and you can tell he's he's not comfortable and he's just disconnected he's removed himself isolated himself mm-hmm. does he engage again when he's kind of had a moment yeah which can be a good His practice dad for will a type say he'll 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 work through it yeah. just leave him alone <laughs> hey well that's great <laughs> he recognized yeah. that Okay, like, so, don't, what he wants is don't put any attention on yeah. me. That's what he's really saying is I don't want any attention. That's why I kind of left the scene. So if you try, then now you put all this attention on him to try and What's work wrong, it buddy? out. They're yeah. like, oh, just leave me alone. I have a three-year-old type two, and I've just come through this of having to help him learn to communicate. And this was something that was way heavy on my mind because I knew as a type two, he would, I just naturally felt he would be a little bit later speaker than his sister. Well, his sister three. could step in and speak for mm-hmm. him a lot. Speak too. for him. She was a very early speaker and she's just always making movement with singing, talking. And so I knew for Sam, my type two, I wanted to really put effort into helping him speak because his default was whines and uh and a lot of eh, pointing and stuff. And so helping him to use his words. Daniel Tiger is on a really popular child show and they have little songs for like the lessons they're teaching. Mm -hmm. And one is use your words. And so we (laughs) sing that a lot. Use your words, use your words. Mm -hmm. I love that phrase. And I use that a lot of use your words. You used it with me Sunday. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Use your words, mom. I was cleaning the kitchen and they were all sitting in the family room. And I said, I uh, guess I'll just clean. Don't worry about me. I'll just clean it yourself, myself. And you said to me, said, Mom, use your words. What do you need? Yeah. So I said, I would like you to help me so we can all get this done faster. <laughs> and we helped. <laughs> so that's the one thing. Use your words. And even when Sam was 
like 18 months old and he didn't have the words to use, I would use that phrase. I would invite him to use the words. And then I would just use a lot of words to help him. So he would be eh, eh, pointing to water. Sam, would you like water? Say, mom, can I have some water, please? And then he'd say what he could, mumble Mm -hmm. it. And Mm -hmm. I'd say, good job. And by me saying that, he's Mm -hmm. hearing me say that. And I'm just, I was talking so much, just every little thing. Sam, Mm -hmm. let's get your jammies on. Do you want to wear this one? Say, I want to wear that one, mom. Or you ready, Mm -hmm. done with the bath? Say, mom, I'm done with the bath now. Like all the time, as many words as I could fit in, just to have him hear the words and learn the words. You know, prior to the, their speaking development, did you use sign language? This becomes so popular with really you know, young children. Sam didn't take to that. I would even like grab his did hands. Katie? And, Katie did more. Yeah. I, I would be like, just say more with your hands. And he'd just like pull his hands away. And be like, so he no. didn't respond to that. It wasn't mm-hmm. that he was No, I've seen some really awesome. I've, I've seen some kids do it and they know a lot. And I'm really impressed by that way to communicate. So if that's something you're trying, I think that's a great way to go. It's important to be mindful, though. There's a point when you want to focus on the verbal development, because that could become their, you know, that's, they know that option. Mm -hmm. So there's a balance in that as well. So make sure you stay on track with, you know, appropriate timeline for supporting verbal development. Mm -hmm. I even had to catch myself where he would just do the grunt and I would just respond and be like, wait, no, like I want to help you learn the words to communicate. Apparently your dad's brother, who's a type two, he can, he's, he was known in their family growing up that he would just grunt when he wanted to. <laughs> well, <laughs> they have the good. youngest of seven kids, you know, you can probably get away No, with he that. wasn't though. He, oh. he was the other one. It was just his, he had less to say. Yeah. And so again, yeah, you want to support verbal development yeah. and a lot of adults could as your story Use your words. Made. Yeah. Too often we're not using words yeah. to or just even, clearly state what we want. Mm, or what's I'm even using us. this with my six-year-old. If it's just positive communication of like, mom, give me a drink. Let's try that again. Katie, can you say, mom, can you please get me a drink? And I'll wait yeah. till she says so it. So it's replaying the mm-hmm. situation. Let's reenact that. And then also. This and, is great examples of you coaching. And yes. Not expecting your children to just on their own effort, be able to employ these choices, you realize I have to help train. These are skills. Mm -hmm. And And I was, I felt like I, to some days I was getting annoying because I'm like, man, I'm saying so much of the same thing, but it was like, I just got to give you more than enough words so you can learn by repeating. And that's the biggest thing is they got to repeat. And it's like learning a new language. And, you know, the more you can talk it, the more you can hear it, the faster you can learn. Also, I would invite my children to have positive communication. So if they were you know, fighting over a toy, rather than me coming in and saying, Katie, you need to give that mm-hmm. that ball, I would say, I see two really smart kids that, and I see two kids and one toy, you both want the toy, how are you guys going to work this out? And it would surprise me how they would say, come up with an idea. Mm-hmm. And I really saw how all my effort paid off the other day when Sam and Katie were playing, they were building a castle out of paper cups. Katie had built the castle out of the cups and Sam came over and knocked it down and Katie got frustrated and kind of pushed his hand away. And Sam came up and said, Katie, next time, say, Sam, don't knock it over, and I won't knock it over. And I was like, wow, because I have said that how many times of like, next time, let's try this. Say this. Can you say that? And we'll role play. And Katie was like, okay. But I was so impressed that a two-year-old had those words to communicate rather than saying, don't hit me. Watch being able to say, next time, let's try this. And I'll respond. (laughs) I was 
Yes. And I did. I prayed a lot. I prayed that he would be able to communicate that it was He's it was very much on the, my, the forefront of my mind during this last year, year and a half of helping him develop his communication. And many people comment that he had, that he talks very clearly now. He can express See, himself. It's in his life path to be. Yeah. You know, influencing people because <laughs> it did it weighed more heavily skills. with with him in a unique way than it did with yeah. with my other with katie so what is this week's parenting practice ann use your words you and your children invite your children to use their words and you use your words to say what you want and give them the words to speak even if you this is you know specifically directed toward toddlers learning to speak but if you have older children how can you support them in positive communication by using their words thanks for listening for more support go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com.